This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 294, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Boom Boom Cannon. Yes, he is back about the really exciting things in life. You will find out more in the episode. Just quickly, apologies for no podcast last week, but now, obviously, with two small children at home, it might be difficult for me to maintain this podcast every week. But there will always be one of these R&R conversation podcasts every two weeks minimum. Okay, so don't worry. So in today's episode, just one thing you may need to know is we talk about spreadsheets a little bit. Okay, so a spreadsheet, something like Excel. Okay, we also talk about Microsoft Paint. If you're not familiar with that program, it's where you can draw some things. We talk about different ways to say hello and lots of other things. There is loads of vocabulary. So I will talk to you all again at the end. Have be listening. Boom, boom, cannon. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Martin. How are you? Let's say always fantastic. Just forget all of the things I told you in our pre-podcast chat. Yeah, okay. Th- this is why I think I have to... <laughs> need to remember every time pretend like we've just started talking <laughs> yeah but we've literally been talking for an hour but <laughs> always fantastic Boo Boo. everything is perfect okay um anyways it's been a while since you've been on the show but how do we usually start the show with a review do you think we have one yeah <laughs> now i swear we've been on a great run Boo Boo. <laughs> just I think the last time we didn't have one was the last time you were on the show. Oh, no. So, unfortunately, the answer to that question is no. So, this is a plea to everyone to please leave a review. Okay, so next time Boom Boom's on the show, we can make him happy and read a review. Okay, Um, so on to today's show, Boom Boom. Now... As I told you in our pre-podcast chat, there's not much, let's say, excitement in my life at the moment, okay? So I have to look for the small things to get excited about, okay? So I have a list of these things and we can just have a chat about these. If you get excited by them, if these things happen to you, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Is this a list of small things that you've written that give you you know, joy and happiness or have you, is this a list you found on the internet? So I would like <laughs> to take credit for these things and say that I'm so witty and funny <laughs> that I came up with these. But the reality is on the Facebook page, Great British Problems, okay. they they put something that said, how do you get a British person excited? <clears throat> and then I spent about 20 minutes reading the comments and finding the funny ones okay okay (laughs) good i like to know what research has gone into this yeah so more than five minutes for this one normally it's just five minutes research this was a bit more thorough a bit more complete um so okay this one i i think is one of the most exciting things that can happen to any human at any point in their life okay so you wake up in the morning and you think 
oh shit what day is it oh, i've got to go to work and then you realize oh, it's saturday <laughs> yeah that's a great feeling is this something that you get excited by as well boom boom yeah yeah i'd say so i think being able to work from home sometimes I have a bit of flexibility now so sometimes if i wake up oh it's you know it's a it's a wednesday sometimes i think i'm just gonna work from home actually <laughs> that that sort of takes the edge off but mm. uh yeah so yeah. lovely vocab there takes the edge off makes it a bit more bearable let's mm. say yeah when you work at home every day though <laughs> like i do um that kind of goes away that it was a dream i remember if someone had said to me mm. you know 10 years ago you, you'll be working at home every day i would have said that's an absolute dream now i'd try to find any excuse i can to leave the house yeah that's true actually i mean back in you know back in our day when we were you know, <laughs> exactly. young, young guys around town in london uh, it was sort of nine nine to five in the office kind of day in day out wasn't it exactly so um yeah whereas now yeah now i can kind of i have the choice most days whether i where to work from yeah um, i even sometimes just take my computer and go to my mum's house even though no one's there mm. just just to get out of the <laughs> madhouse <laughs> do you kind of pretend you're in an office like create exactly. some other office characters head to the kitchen make some small talk with yourself <laughs> that that's it i honestly would love someone just to chat to you know at the coffee machine kind of thing i like on the way to my mum's cycling i just like stop people and just have a chat with them just just to make me feel how's your weekend <laughs> I, I don't know you stop talking to me <laughs> just to make me feel like a normal person again but um never mind so a, a similar one though to this is when you wake up in the middle of the night and you think what time is it check your phone because there's nothing worse when you wake up and it's like i don't know 6 45 and the alarm goes off at seven but when you check your phone and it's still like half past two and you think oh my god four more hours of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is good that is good but i'm gonna throw i'm gonna kind of throwing a caveat sure that's what that's what we're here for boom boom if you can't get back to sleep so if you wake up at that time you're thinking oh, oh shit i'm not going to get back to sleep now then actually what you you haven't slept enough as if you wake up at you know you wake up at 6 7 you've probably hopefully you've got your eight hours and you can uh you can crack on with the day um always looking for the negative there <laughs> boom boom <laughs> no i think that's looking for the positive I think right. I don't know. Okay. But then again, when when you have two small children at home anyway, you you don't sleep anyway, boom boom. No, so. yeah, we've got very different I think experiences of sleep at the moment. So. Yeah, and in fact what I often do now is so I'm I wake during the night and then are you trying to count how many hours? Think, well, if I can sleep from 3 till 5, mm. I've already slept from 1 till 2, then that's 4 hours. So that's not too bad. <laughs> I can live on that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I should be able to avoid death on four <laughs> hours. And that's that's what I find myself doing. But um, okay, so another really exciting, maybe not exciting, but something where your heart starts pumping, mm. opening a bill. How about Oish. that, Boom Boom? Uh, what, what's your feeling? I find it like, remember when, obviously at school, maybe this 
maybe it was a different sensation for you, but opening exam results when you had the envelope and then you have to open the exam results. You're like, <laughs> that's the same for me. <laughs> now we're talking opening exam results, pretty much my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so I've basically never left the education system. <laughs> um, yeah, when, when you when you know sure. everything's going to be A, 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 like yeah. for you, boom, boom, A star or A exactly. is the Which, choice. But yeah how exciting is that when when you're getting to sort of lower down the spectrum like me and sometimes you're thinking is this going to be a c or a d then it there's a lot more worry (laughs) (laughs) have i failed um yeah no that's exciting um opening bills not so much (laughs) well not exciting but it's it's just that relief of when you think, oh, f- thank God, it's not so bad. Because when you open it, sometimes I remember I got a heating bill once oh, right. when I was in yeah. Sicily and it was 492 euros for oh, two wow. months. And then you're like, you're just, you fall to the floor. But you open it one day and it's like 150 and you think, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Can pay that. I have that much. <laughs> I, these days, because I'm self-employed, I even have this with my bank balance. I actually sometimes go months without actually checking my bank balance because I'm too scared because <laughs> I think I don't know what this is going to say. So it's this really sound financial advice, everyone. Just don't check your bank account and just see how it goes, okay? Yeah. I mean, I, I on the other hand, I have a cracking spreadsheet that I update every month. Ingoings, outgoings. Okay, so I I paid for a spreadsheet on the internet, okay, Mm. because it was like really fancy and had all of these (laughs) buttons and I paid, I think, $25 for it for one of these basically like outgoings, all the rest of it. Yeah. I still haven't actually used that spreadsheet, but... (laughs) I do have it saved and one day when I get organized, I'm going to use the spreadsheet and it's the most beautiful spreadsheet you've ever seen in your life, boom, boom. I, I'd have done you a beautiful spreadsheet for half that price. <laughs> macros, formulas, a lot. Oh, you, you know how to use macros on... I can I can chuck in the odd macro. But, I, uh, yeah. I remember once in a job interview saying that I could use macros on Excel. So if people aren't familiar with these, in fact, I can't really explain it. I don't know what they are. It's a really complicated thing on Microsoft Excel. And I specifically said in the job interview, (laughs) he specifically asked me, so you know how to use macros? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. And then about three months later, he said to me, you know how to use macros, don't you? And I said, uh, I, I've kind of forgotten from now, yeah. from when we did the it's interview. Been a long three months. Three yeah. months is enough time to forget how to work macros in Excel. The system's really <laughs> changed, actually. They've done an update, and oh. oh no, the one I use at home is totally different to this. What what version of Excel is this? <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, from the times we were both doing office jobs in London, the application you spent the most time on was microsoft paint (laughs) (laughs) oh well that that was your cv (laughs) (laughs) that was when i was actually at work i can if anyone needs someone to draw some stupid pictures in microsoft paint look no further okay 
I'm your man. Mm. <laughs> There's one day I remember the, the, a few emails going around where I think you spent quite a chunk of your day just creating um, kind of the various uh, us lads in our friendship group, uh, creating each one of us one by one in paint and then sending it around on email to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's strange that I'm not working there anymore, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's really weird that my career in banking didn't really work considering I was spending all day drawing stupid pictures on <laughs> Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Again, some more, maybe I've given some financial advice of don't check your bank account. Mm. Um, maybe some career advice. If you're looking to make a career in any office job, really, probably yeah. not a good idea to spend the whole day on Microsoft Paint. Having said that, you do now for rock and roll english use those microsoft paint skills don't you <laughs> i actually do <laughs> so it, it, in the end it paid off exactly okay yeah. That, yeah that's some more career advice you never know where these things will take you so just do what you enjoy <laughs> yeah just do what you want rather than what you're getting paid to do and who knows maybe one day that actually will be what you do get paid to do <laughs> exactly okay so some real sound career advice there as well um so okay here's one boom boom something again that could get your heart pumping getting a call from an unknown number what are you are you, are you one of those people that are excited by this or think you know it's an unknown number i'm not answering that yeah just don't answer don't answer unknown number no see for no. me again i just enjoy small talk with people these days so i'm i'm happy as Larry to talk to people. Yeah. I, I mentioned on a podcast recently how I ended up having a chat with someone about life insurance for a long time. Mm. And and that was a great chat. Um, but any, anyone that's willing to talk to me <laughs> these days. So they phoned to sell you life insurance. Oh, actually, I think I clicked on a link and then they phoned immediately. But normally I would try and end the call immediately. But in the past anyway, mm. but I was just so happy to talk to another human that uh <laughs> did you take out the life insurance in the end or didn't no didn't. So, probably uh, less enjoyable for the person on the other end of the <laughs> phone then maybe i even said look i've got no interest in buying this so i just want to have a chat again how was your weekend <laughs> Don't, let's not talk about my life let's talk about your life How's let's just going? get to know each other <laughs> come on take it one step at a time <laughs> But uh, on this unknown number thing, when I moved back to the UK and got a UK number, I called Corporal Coma mm. on, on a Sunday from a number, obviously, that he didn't have saved in his phone. Mm. And uh, he answered the phone with, obviously, Corporal Coma's name being Lee. And he said, <laughs> Lee speaking. <laughs> and I immediately just said, you're a wanker, Coma. I didn't know people actually kind of answered phones that way in real life. That's that's what I thought. When If I get a call from an unknown number, my hello is a bit different. It will be more of a hello. Mm. That's like, I don't know you, hello. Yeah, I think I'd, it would be more of a, for me, it would be hello. <laughs> what do you what think? The, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> calling me? I mean, I'm not even answering, so... <laughs> But definitely no way would I go for Russell speaking. 
exactly. So I had no choice but to call him a wanker. Did Corporal Comer also put on his deep voice that he, <laughs> he likes to put on when he's ordering at bars or speaking I mean, to school teachers? He he did used to do that when we were like 15. I'm not sure he still does that, but it's, it's great to think, think that he does. he does. I think he does. <laughs> yeah, his voice may have actually broken now as well. So when your voice breaks, it's when <laughs> you get helps. an adult voice. <laughs> let's say uh, but okay so this one maybe not a, you're maybe not the best person to ask for this uh boom boom for your mm. limited driving experience but mm. maybe you've been in a car the the light is amber so between obviously well green and it's going to red it's amber when you put your foot on that pedal to go mm. through it my god boom boom that is li- that is living life on the edge living life to its absolute full there's no better feeling of like i made it but then there's the worry of or, or was that red am i going to get a speed uh like a speeding ticket whatever mm. you call it mm. yeah i mean i can relate from doing that on my bike <laughs> on your bike wow <laughs> oh yeah yeah if you do you, you know i hit that hit that amber light on my on my two wheels and, uh... <laughs> well i think this is the difference i mean i just pay absolutely zero attention <laughs> to traffic lights on a bike for me they it doesn't count if you're on a bike <laughs> i think i think yeah I, I see where you're coming from um but yeah i'm you know i'm a stickler for the rules you know that yeah um so obviously i mean i I, w- I was on my bike mostly in Italy and I must admit there bicycles not many people go with the traffic lights so I was just just doing what I was just trying to fit in I suppose to blend in but I do remember being on my bike in London once mm. and looking around this was on a Sunday there was not a car in sight I'm waiting at this traffic light thinking this is a fucking joke. What am mm. I doing? So I just then started going. And honestly, within two seconds, wow, wow, oh, really? literally wow. got pulled over by the police. Oh, that's bad luck. <laughs> but this police car, I don't know where it came from because I looked around. There was no one there. I go through the red light and then immediately, but just in the end, just a talking to, as they say. Yeah, it's lucky. I mean, I, I, I do remember my cycling experience with you in uh, Palermo <laughs> and um, yeah that was very different in terms of people paying attention to the rules of the road compared to me cycling here in Sweden. I do actually remember you saying at some point something about rules and I was like <laughs> fuck the rules man fuck the rule book just follow me. I as well still have this problem now I don't really use my bike so much luckily because I'm an absolute hazard mm. because in I noticed when I was in Italy in Sicily especially that to have success on the road you had to fight fire with fire so mm. I had to I had to be aggressive so I was very aggressive I was always we say on the front foot like mm. I'm gonna I'm going now and I've tried to do that a bit in the UK and it's has not gone down very well I had quite a few people shout at me lots of cars hitting their horns a few a few times fingers pointed in my direction generally middle one Mm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the worst one (laughs) 
<laughs> of all the fingers, it's the worst one, isn't it? Thumb's good. <laughs> Middle, not so much. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, mm. um, so th- th- there's some more advice for people. Okay, so probably is actually a good idea to pay attention to the rules of the road if you're if you're on a road on mm. any any form of transport, uh, bike or otherwise. Um, so here's another one for you, boom boom. Which again is just such a thrill when this happens. There's a train. You have to get the train. You're running. You jump on the train, and then you think, "Oh my god, is this the right one?" So you you say to someone, "Like this train's for London, right?" And there's just that one second when they say before they respond, and then you think, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh god, thank god, yes, it is." Now I can sit down and relax. Have you ever had that boom boom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to say most of the time, I think I probably know what train I'm I'm getting on because I'm a, you know I'm a public transport guy. But, um, <laughs> I think I do as well. I'm just yeah. looking for that reassurance, it's, for that buzz. Yeah. Are you yeah. like just running onto trains, and <laughs> just keeping your fingers crossed for the right destination, just for just for the kick, <laughs> just just to see how where just, I end up. That oh, has Coventry. <laughs> Oh, at the same time, though, the oath only happened to me once of falling asleep on a train mm. due to alcohol. And obviously, you're, you're on the last train, so you miss your stop. And I remember I actually just woke up just as I was leaving this my stop, Chelmsford. Mm. And the train's already moving at this point. And you're thinking, oh, my God, where where is this going to end? Yeah, that's horrible. Mm. That's a horrible feeling. And then, well, what were we talking? Uh, where, where would you end up? Well, How I, far could you could you have got? Because you, you can get all the way out to sort of like Norwich, can't you? <laughs> you can, but luckily that wasn't the next stop. And But I still thought a taxi back at this time is going to cost me like sort of nigh on like £100. Mm. Um, but luckily someone else had done the same as me. And I then... He then called his girlfriend because that was I didn't even have any battery on my phone, <laughs> right. and I thought I'm 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 someone's going to murder me yeah. because I I'm going to have to walk home, um and I ended up getting a lift with him and his girlfriend. I don't think they were particularly happy that I was in the car, but <laughs> he kind of said, "I said where are you going?" He said Chelmsford, and I kind of said, "Well, that's brilliant. You can give me a lift." I, it wasn't can you give me a lift? It was more that's brilliant. I'll jump in with you. Right. So he was, they were driving. (laughs) No, he called his girlfriend to come. Right. So at two o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. Oh, they definitely were less happy. (laughs) Because when you first said that, I thought it was like a let's split the taxi kind of situation. So, okay, everyone's a winner. Oh, no, in that case, they've got absolutely no advantage from you being (laughs) in that car. (laughs) Um, Well, they had great conversation with me, boom, boom. So, yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Well, I think when, when we got out, when I got out, I think as well, I wasn't even like, you know, just drop me anywhere. I was like, well, if you can just drop me like as close to my house as possible, that that would be great. I kind of got out of the car. I was like, well, do you want to exchange numbers? Should we we meet up? Do this again? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so this conversation is going to continue tomorrow in the members area, R&R English family. If you would like to be a part of it, go to the website rockandrollenglish.com, click become a member and there are more than 1,000 episodes for you to listen to. Apologies again for stopping the conversation like that. It's just much less time consuming for me. And now time is a very valuable resource for me. Okay, so let's have a look at some of the vocabulary. I also find it difficult to stop conversations now. So I just talk about the vocabulary at the end. So I said this is a plea to everyone to please leave a review. So a plea basically to say please do it. I'm begging you. And yes, I am. Please do leave a review. We had the word thorough again, one of my favourite words when I said the research was a bit more thorough, a bit more complete. Boom Boom said working from home takes the edge off a bit. So if something takes the edge off, it makes it less intense, let's say. And he said back in the day, we were working in the office Day in, day out. So that means every day, but has a kind of boring thing to it. So when you do it day in, day out, it's kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake, day in, day out. I'm going to London on the train. Bloody hell. So Boom Boom also threw in a bit of a caveat when talking about waking up at two o'clock in the morning. So a caveat is like a warning, let's say. Some beautiful vocabulary is when Boom Boom said, if you wake up at seven o'clock, you've had your eight hours sleep and you can crack on with the day. Lovely vocabulary. So when you crack on with something, it's you do it. Let's do this. So another example would be, okay. anyway, let's crack on with this job that we're doing. Stop talking. Let's get to work. We also had some sound financial advice. So sound advice, very good advice. Boom Boom spoke about his cracking spreadsheet, a really good spreadsheet that has the income and outgoing. So things you spend. He also said when we worked in offices in London, I spent chunk of my day creating pictures in Microsoft Paint. So a large chunk of your day, a large amount of the day. And we said, but it paid off. So it brought good results in the end, because now in the R&R family, I make presentations, very stupid presentations in that kind of stupid drawing way, because stupid drawings are more memorable and it helps you remember vocabulary. I also mentioned I'm happy as Larry to talk to people, so I'm really happy. Boom Boom asked me if I took out the insurance. So when you get insurance, you take out insurance. We spoke about the amber light as well. So in England, you have the red light, the green light. The one in the middle is amber. We don't say orange, we call it amber. And I spoke about going through that light, the amber one, is living life on the edge in a dangerous way. But Boom Boom said he is a stickler for the rules. So if you are a stickler for something, you insist on that behaviour. So Boom Boom insists that we 
must follow the rules. And I said sometimes in Italy I didn't because I was trying to fit in, to blend in, to be like everyone else. I mentioned how in London when I got pulled over by the police, so when the police stop you, there wasn't a car in sight. A lovely term. There were no cars. There wasn't a car in sight. And then I got a talking to. So when you get a talking to, it's like the teacher telling you off or your mother or your father. You get a talking to. I also mentioned how I am a hazard on the road. So someone who is dangerous, basically. But I had to fight fire with fire. So give what you get. I also mentioned how on my bike, I was also always on the front foot. So when you are on the front foot, you are attacking, let's say. No defending, you attack. That's what I did on my bike. But I said it hasn't really gone down well in the UK. It hasn't really been accepted. So remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com. Go there, click podcast episodes and find the latest episode and you will see all of this. And the conversation will continue tomorrow in the members area and for the rest of the week. So I will see you all very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.